Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, radio has been called theater of the mind. So let's tell a story with sound effects. <laughs> Wow, it's like I was in the story. Almost makes me forget this was supposed to be about saving big with Progressive. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. any of this it's been a long time since we chatted Lindsay. i know i'm so excited we finally got it together it feels like it's been a long year Oof. yeah i think we talked very early in the pandemic if i remember i do too yeah um and we were all trying to put a positive spin on it i had like a book on happiness that had just failed to come out and And now here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Give me the update. Tell me about life in this since we've chatted before. Yeah, sure. Um, probably a few mental breakdowns. Mm. Um, I have a 12 year old and 10 year old. Yes. Um, I kept them as full remote learners up until about a month ago. And they learned to work that system good. Yeah. Um, my... 12 year old would just write did it next to assignments that he would never do (laughs) and the teachers would decide he got like lost in the ether of the yes interweb Mm -hmm. um my 10 year old at one point was missing 76 assignments because the teacher (laughs) was only checking homework not in schoolwork and i only discovered this because she um she we're in new york and my parents live in Florida. And she said, mom, what state borders New York, New Jersey, Kansas, or Florida? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to need to see your work. Yeah, yeah I think so. That was a struggle. Um, but then they sent back. I, I sent them back because I was going to kill my 12. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, um, I've, I think I've been living, well, let me ask you, have you been living your best life or your worst life? Uh, I think I've been living pretty great. I mean, it wasn't any different from my previous life, honestly. <laughs> so, I mean, besides my daughter being home from school, that was very different. And same thing, she was not doing assignments, but telling yeah. us she was. Yeah. 
And I was like, you little. <laughs> How old is your daughter? She's nine and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I cried at parent teacher conferences because oh. like, I mean, my son for orchestra, he plays the viola and he literally took a picture of himself holding the viola and use it as his like screensaver thing. <laughs> and it took until like February for the orchestra teacher to break it to me to be like, so I don't think he's really playing. I'm like, <laughs> I actually haven't heard him play it once. Come to think of it. Yeah, now it came to light, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm not going into the office anymore, obviously. Um, we still have it. I'm sure at some point we'll go back, but there's also something nice in not having to coordinate my being home with my kids coming home from school. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, we read a lot. I did my yoga teacher training. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was a bucket list. I ended up doing two of them. And um, so, <sighs> I either technically have 450 hours or I technically have two, a 200 and a 250. I don't know how it works. It doesn't sure. matter. I'm, I'm not looking to make 50 bucks an hour teaching in a studio, um, <laughs> you know, but it's pretty cool. And I had a lot of self-discovery and learning along the way. And uh, oh, what was the self-discovery? What did you learn? Um, I'm. What I learned is very interesting. I learned that like, I've done what a lot of people do, do, I think. And I took all of my, the limitations that were put on me in childhood, like not being able to have my voice heard. And I took it to an extreme where, um, like I don't scream, I'm not a yeller. Um, I can, obviously I'm a woman, but um, <laughs> you know, but, um, but basically, uh, especially in, in this current, um, social setting and where we're all trying to learn to be um, to be uh, more aware, more. I hate the word woke, but um, and I also yeah, me too actually. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, God, I can't stand that word. No, and I also don't like the word triggered because a part of me feels like similar. Triggered is how like being triggered is actually cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy, and that's how we get over PTSD. Yeah, and like. I'm not a cognitive behavioralist, but um, I, for example, I um, I have a new podcast coming out in June, supposedly, mm -hmm. um, and it's on true crime. It's called uh, Crimes of Long Island Podcast. And then I guest starred or guest hosted rather um, with a friend of mine on, uh, it's an Unsolved Mysteries podcast. But at the beginning of it, he gives this disclaimer. And I was like, listen, this isn't going to be a deal breaker, but like they're listening to a show about like death, destruction, kidnap, rape. Uh. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like going into a horror movie and they, you know, you have to have a disclaimer. So um, I ended up getting into a, a, a tiff with another yogi. Um, there was a man in the class who had had open heart surgery, major open heart surgery, not that there's a minor one, um, about a year ago. And we were doing a class on inversions, like headstands and handstands. And the teacher was very young and didn't ask if anyone had any injuries. And we were on Zoom at the time. And I like unmute myself. I was like, you need to tell her, you need to tell her about your surgery. And he's like, 
oh yeah, I had a surgery about a year ago, but I really haven't done any inversion. I'm like, you need to tell her what kind of surgery, you know, like, I'm not going to blow up your, I can't remember if we swear on this show, but yeah, I'm not going to, We do. yeah. Oh good. I'm not going to blow up your shit. And it's not my secret to tell, but this is a safety issue, you know? And so he told her, she reacted as though he had said he preferred peanut butter to jelly. Like she yeah. had like nothing. And um, later on, someone from the group like called me out on it saying that I had made her, made her feel unsafe. I was like, what? Yeah. And so it ended up being this whole drama and am I a good fit for this group? And I went through so much anger, so many tears, so much just wanting to fit in with like a family, which is something I don't feel like I had as much uh, in my youth, but also wanting my feelings to be heard and like, and thinking I was right. And it was a huge growing experience to sometimes just be able to listen without needing to tell people they're assholes. Mm. You know, I struggle with that. Why? Because when I was younger, things were often blamed on me. Um, uh, if my mom had drank too much and she would either claim that I did it or like the bottle would magically break, you know, um, there are a lot of really positive stories my mom remembers about her youth that are actually stolen from my youth. Oh, you know, like when I got my doctorate, my mom's like, I remember when I got my doctorate. I'm like, you didn't get your doctorate. Whoa, whoa, there's some disassociation there. There's some weird stuff, <laughs> but um, but um, because my father always takes her side and is an enabler, and they're seventy something years old, like nothing's changing, you know, yeah. and um, so I definitely needed to be right for a while and now mm. I I kind of learned in this group that there was also a lot of discussion on microdosing as therapy yeah and I was like I'm not sure and like one one girl injected frog venom into her brain veins from the poisonous tree frog and I was like yeah I don't think and apparently what we're supposed to say is well I'm really glad you found something that works for you yeah but what I want to say is that does not make sense. Injecting uh, it? Injecting it. I never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she didn't do it herself. She went to a place that did it for her. Yeah. But it's, it's something that starts with a K. But okay. Um, I don't know. I kind of like having my voice heard because I think I'm, I think my opinion counts more than it was ever, was ever allowed to. Mm. And so this was a place where I had to sometimes learn not to speak um, was that hard for you? So hard. And then I couldn't teach because I know everything, not everything, but like I've been doing yoga for 20 years. I have a million teachers voices in my head and I have back issues that I always have to compensate for. So like they tell you to cue a pose and I'm like, have a seat. Let me tell you 6,000 things about the pose, you know, what it means, the origin of it. What, you know, that's not how you teach a class. Yeah. Um, so learning to speak less um, was hard for me. And it's probably something that will serve me better in the future. Because um, mm -hmm. I also think that when people speak less, they're more likely to be heard. Yeah. I mean, I think that I was just telling my daughter about this because she has the gift and curse of gabbing like crazy. 
like crazy. I'm, she like talks, everything that's in her mind comes out. And I'm yeah. like, you gotta learn to like, you know, temper this a little bit, you know, over time. I mean, she's nine, but you know, you get older, you still, you form these habits and you become an adult that just tells boring stories over and over again. And it's like, okay, you know, people tune that out. If you talk too much about stuff and you're overly opinionated, sometimes people go, oh, that person just constantly says stuff. Just constantly. I agree. But it's such like a struggle in our field, you know? Because you want to say things, you know, like for me, the podcast over all these interviews has allowed me to become a better listener because people love talking about themselves. They do. Um, you know, listen, I've also had, I have a patient who during the course of the pandemic just decided to stop doing like everything. And so oh. literally for six, for six weeks, every therapy session is just about me making him pick up the phone and call a psychiatrist. Oh, okay. Which is really not a great use of my doctoral degree, but whatever, you know, um, after six weeks, he finally did it today. And so that was my uh, my thing, but you're right. It is about learning to listen. Um, it's hard though. It is hard. I will, you know, especially during pandemic when like this was my only outlet. You know. Yeah. What did you learn the most about yourself during between the time we spoke last? It's been a long time. Seriously. It's been a long time. I can't even remember how long I. Um, I learn about myself. I, I don't think I appreciate the moments when I could be relaxing. Like last summer, Mm. you know, my kids were home and instead I was working and then teaching classes online and then freelance writing articles and like doing all these things that I was really enjoying, but I really could have been spending more time with my kids. Mm. And I think I was just afraid that the silence would seep in and um, I'm going to say kill me. I don't mean it literally, but like, you know, it just became very um, almost destructive with all the things I was doing. Um, And then, Oh, and lots of drinking and drinking led to overeating. Yeah. Um, And so um, (laughs) we had my yoga graduation on Sunday and the email said, dress in, it'll be on the beach, but dress in your Sunday best. And so I go to my closet. I'm like, I've been wearing yoga pants like, <laughs> for like 16 months. Like, yeah, sure. I, I don't know. And I walked out and I, my daughter, who's the fashionista, she's like, I, she goes, are you wearing that to your graduation? I said, I, I don't know. Like I had to go somewhere first or whatever. I was like, I don't know. Or maybe just put on clothes perhaps. You know, I was like, mm. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Why do you like it? She goes, is that really your best mom? And I like went into the closet and I had like a, I don't have a best anymore. I don't have a fucking best anymore. I don't yeah. even have, have a least bad. Like, you know, oh. I, um, I, I, you know, like I've been working at, out like crazy and yet you know eating and drinking and sitting around obviously more than normal as we all are and um uh I don't know who 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 those clothes in my closet are for <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like they don't seem to match up with my personality or my body and so um I'm working on digging myself out of this hole which is not to say it's just about weight it's also about like figuring out who I want to be 
you mm. know um do I, I i don't know it's, it's interesting the way our whole fashion you know the fashion world changes like loungewear which i'm a huge fan of but like mm. that's now my thing but like when i didn't see people for you know a year i don't you know it's i can my my husband's like i never thought i'd see you in sweatpants so i was like oh I guess we're all trying to figure out who we are. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd. <laughs> yeah, not that I was super fancy, just like, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So it's been interesting. Yeah. Inter yeah. That is. I think it's, I like asking people like how things have gone for them. Because I mean, I think there's similarities, but there's also differences sometimes yeah. too. You know, like for me, I had been at home anyways before this. Okay. Yeah. You know, everything was remote. So it was kind of like, it was more like everybody was starting to be at home all the time. Yeah. And I was used to having my own time right. by myself. And then I realized for me is I needed to have my time where I'm out of town, like once every couple of months, like just on my own, visiting some friends and having zero responsibility. I can go party and go drinking and hanging out. I need, I need that. I definitely I, need that. I hear you. I don't know how to do that though. What do you, like, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean you don't know how to do that? Like even on the weekends when like, because I have a variety of like, I'm, I'm either doing research for, um, now I'm hot. Now I'm cold. It might be menopause, hot. but let's pretend it isn't. Thank okay. you. Um, you know, uh, now I'm like, I'm doing research for um, like now that I've started going more for now in the true crime direction, you know, like I'm a research hound and I'm like going crazy and um, constantly trying to put pieces together and find obscure facts or angles to, for which to present stories. And um, or I'm I was working on my yoga, like studying for my yoga final or I was uh, writing up a pitch to freelance or, you know, so even on the weekends we're sitting there and my computer is always in front of me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's been something difficult to, um, like I need the world to stop for like, you know, I need forced relaxation. Forced um, relaxation. Yeah, it sounds very relaxing. <laughs> I'm like, does it sound relaxing? No, it really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, I, have, I did yeah. the, <laughs> yeah. I have we to leave town to get relaxed generally. Um, so I do like laying on the ground, like outside on the grass. Um, but it's not something I'll like just decide to do on my own. It's something my daughter sort of reminds me. Of. Oh, She's okay. like, mom, come lay with me. And then, um, you know, she's, she's fantastic. Um, uh, she's fantastic. It, it, this world is also changing where, um, you know, apparently, uh, as soon as eight or nine years old, you get to start thinking about what your gender is and what your, mm. uh, you know, what your sexual identity is or sexual preference, which I'm a little, I don't know, like I'm, I'm less familiar with gender identity and I'm, I find it, I find it sort of icky for my for you know, it's a ten-year-old girl to talk about a sex, you know, a sexual pr preference, which is not to say I'm, which is not to say I don't think, you know, 
I'm weighing in on nature versus nurture. I'm just saying, like, I kind of don't want to imagine my daughter kissing anyone right now. Same here, man. Right? <laughs> so, like, no. I don't know. And there's all this information, and like, um, my um, my son had this crush on this girl forever, and this year he finally got the nerve to ask her to be his Valentine, and she's like, uh, no. And then like a day later, he's like, can I ask you why? She's like uh i'm by i'm not into boys or something oh and i was like she's 12 like i don't hmm. i don't know we started sort of we called it experimentation and i yeah. you know like um but um but similarly um, a boy was making fun of my daughter and saying that she liked this other boy and she goes i don't like boys and i was like can't you just say nothing like i don't know where this is going and i don't care where this is going but like <laughs> why do we have to use big grown-up uh, labels for mm. you know um when we're kids and it's it, and a lot of it is complicated for adults to understand never mind children i agree you know what i think like kids like in like our kids age range they think they're much smarter than they actually are they're actually fairly stupid but they believe that they're so smart because yeah. they have all this information. Well, you really can't be that smart if you've barely been alive. I mean, you have no experience living. So everything is like a regurgitation of whatever you saw or heard or listened to. And you exactly. think you know, but you have no experience to back up the actual things you're thinking about. You're uh, like, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, my daughter thinks she's so smart because she can play Roblox and I can't. And I was like, oh. So? <laughs> I mean, I also can't do fractions. So like, I mean, who my, not a lot of people can, honestly, like, just, I know, <laughs> so but like, you know, you're not so smart if you skip 76 assignments. And That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. right. Like, or with my sons, like he wrote, did it. And I was like, well, actually one of the teachers, I had to break the news to her because only one teacher figured it out. And I was like, yeah, oh, fuck it. I give up. And then um for the next time there was a quiz and the teacher like crossed out in um not marker because it's all virtual but you know when you mark up a, sure. a picture or whatever he crossed out the ones that they hadn't covered yet in class and my son took a look at the class at the test and went nah, and marked out the ones he didn't know the answer to assuming the teacher would never notice right so that's I mean, you know dumb i, I don't know smart i mean it's like it's not smart. I don't know. It's just, uh, they're, you know, they want to be grown up so badly and they want, I was telling my daughter, I'm like, really, you want to be a grown up so bad? Like, why? <laughs> like, honestly, I think, yeah, <laughs> Come on. I have, I have a, a different theory. I think that especially with girls who are mostly the ones that are playing around with these labels of, um, gender identity and sexuality, mm -hmm. um, and I know many a sex therapist that would disagree with me and many, a, you know, because they would think that I was silencing a, a movement of being a person and I, whatever we're calling it, you know, uh -huh. but, um, you know, I think it's about them sort of not being ready for that sexuality. Yeah. And then like, when you're the, like, I feel like a lot of girls develop eating disorders when they start developing breasts, because it's almost a way to try to become more childlike. I mean, obviously mm. there's also the um, control aspect of it, but you don't have control over when puberty strikes. And mm. so something I've been like thinking of in my mind is whether or not the reason they're doing 
this subconscious, obviously, but maybe part of why they're denying their, um, they're not denying, just diffusing their gender identity or their um, sexual attractions to others is because it's a way to put off a part of, a scary part of being a grown up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's inter- I mean, that's interesting. I'm not sure I've heard that before, but I'd like I to think hear I different- pulled it out. I pulled. I think I pulled it out of my ass because, um, <laughs> okay. you know. Um, but I, I, I also think if I actually wrote something about it, I would get stoned and not in the fun way, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's just a thought that I had, um, in part based on my own, you know, growing up and um, I got breasts very fairly early on, which was apparently memorable because like 30 years later, I connected with this guy on Facebook and he's like, I remember you were the first girl to wear a bra. I was like, that's really icky. Thank you. I mean, (laughs) really? That was the memory, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, But I think that's, that's where my, that's where the, the beginnings of that thought come from. And I don't want to take away from anyone like, I don't want to take away from anyone else, but I don't know how much a nine or 10 year old is ready to decide that. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they have a, a lot of agency to really know that much. I, and I think they're just exposed to so much more stuff. I mean, we're kind of like, I was growing up. I mean, it was, I was in the era where there wasn't a lot of information Yeah. and you just kind of were oblivious to things and you learned as you went, but now like, it's like, everything is out there. I know. And, and how to decipher how much is important to know at certain ages can be tough, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, even in high school, I remember, and I went to a very good private school where it was cooler to be smart than to be football player. I don't know, like uh-huh. it was just a weird sort sure. of thing, you know? And um, I wasn't cool, I wasn't smart enough. But, you know, okay. It's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm fine. Um, But like, even, you know, even in in high school, like, there were, I don't remember there being girls, but there were boys that definitely got like mocked behind their back. I hope not to their face. I don't really remember. But like, like, well, he's so gay. So again, but it wasn't a thing that we understood. Uh Like, yeah, we couldn't imagine anyone within our small world you know, being homosexual and like some of them did turn out and some of them did not turn out to be. And like, you think like by the time you get to college, it's it's no longer like, at least at my college, it's, it's for the vast majority of intelligent people, it's not a slur. It was just something we couldn't grasp our minds mm-hmm. around. And so if someone was interested in gender contrary expectation, I don't uh-huh. know, you know, um, you know, there was a, like some kids were mean or mocking or, you know, and um, yeah, we didn't have LGBTQ groups or anything like that. Right. So. Yeah. I think that was fairly foreign to, you know, our age range and some and stuff like that. But what it's also kind of the opposite in the sense, well, the same is that now because there's so much information and it goes back to this, so everybody's so woke. And I like really, like when you said that, I was like, yeah, we got to talk about this. I've been I agree. Cause this. I don't it's remember too much wokeness. We, we spoke before the summer. I know that because yeah. like, I, you know, I mean, everything went to shit in the summer. Um, yeah, you know. that's right. 
That's right. Where do you, and I can't remember where you live. In Washington state. Okay. Yeah. So what's the general demographics of? Washington state is, I would say primarily, a, you know, Caucasian based, I would yeah, imagine. It sounds very white, but I didn't sounds, want to make it sounds very, It is sounds very white. super white. Okay. It's super white. Um, I would say, you know, there's some Asian uh, influence, I would say, in the larger cities like Seattle and things of that nature. Or if you go north of the border, I'm right on the border of Canada, about a mile. Uh, gotcha. Vancouver, very heavy uh, ethnic population. Um, I live in a small town, not a ton of diversity, but it's a very liberal state. It's like super liberal. Like, right. but also lots of pockets of conservatism as well. Well, that's, I mean, I didn't realize, you know, like my, I'm in a very homogenous part of, um, uh, every time I say the word, I, I'm like, is that the word? That's the word. Um, I'm not, like everyone is the same where I sure. live, like really. And then, although now we have a larger Russian population, a larger Israeli, but like um, the real problem um, one of the real problems we have it's, is that the teachers at our school don't reflect the, don't, they're, minority students don't have minority teachers to look up to. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and I think that's a real problem. And then um, the other, we can call them conservatives. Sometimes I like just like assholes for short. But like, oh, man. No, because sometimes they are. It's like, well, how do we do sure. that? Do we not pick the best candidate? Do we whatever? Mm -hmm. And like, there are ways you can do that, like through outreach and then deciding the best mm -hmm. candidate. And it's not, we're not doing justice for our children, you know, yeah. by not, and I'm saying our as a community, by not allowing them to see what they can grow up to be mm -hmm. you know sure. listen it's also like upper middle class so we're not uh you know <laughs> like, like literally we were like i went to a birthday party in the summer and like these were like the karens as you put it that were oh. like oh my god i heard they're coming into suburban wealthy neighborhoods i was like first of what? all who the hell's way and it's like they and like i knew it yeah. was but i wanted to call yeah. them on it and second of all how are they going to choose ours like really we're a hike like we're 45 minutes from the city you know like no one wants to come out here and then like like it's dark at night or you know like and then it's fewer street lights in the nicer parts of the areas for reasons i've yet to figure out like um but um but it was it was difficult and i'm i'm not depending on how you look at it like i, I mean I, well i'm not a BIPOC, as I now know, is, is the new word that I had never known before. And like, BIPOC? Yeah. Black indigenous person of color, yet somehow oh. that includes queer and queer is now the acceptable, acceptable word for transgender, which it was not allowed when I was young. Oh. Not transgender, for like uh, all of that okay. together. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, God forbid you asked a question or for clarification, um, like on social media, like someone says something and I was like, I don't understand that. And um, several people I thought were my friends, um, who may very well be my friends in the future, but you know, they were either um, Hispanic or black, or there was one woman who's married to a black man and you know, mm -hmm. they have two children that are um, biracial, adorable and gorgeous. Um, but um, there's this, it's not my job to teach you. So I'm like, 
well, fuck, then how am I going to learn, you know? <laughs> and so then I had to buy 8,000 books that I randomly picked out by suggestions on Amazon. And I'm glad I did, but there's also like, in psychology, the best way to unite two opposing forces is through shared connections. Yeah. So uh, how have you not heard the term BIPOC? And I am like required um, by law to use it by the Facebook police. I don't know. I'm, I'm not on any of that stuff. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I hear a lot of things and I go, seems like a lot. I, I mean, right? that's the whole thing with the wokeness is like, I believe in the world getting better and being sensitive to things. But also I think sometimes when you swing a pendulum, it's easy to that's swing exactly it too, what's gonna happen. too far to one side. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, listen, we can't be having this kind of policing of things so far overboard where it's like okay i can't say anything outside of this like i can't i'm not allowed to mess up when i say something like it's that's too well, much to me you know let me ask you can i ask what your um race slash ethnic ethnicity is yeah black okay that's what mm -hmm. i thought but you yeah. do have uh, it was either that or skunk so you know <laughs> skunk. i know yeah. i know I know. I yeah. like it a lot. I'm just teasing. So that was what I thought, but I also, you know, don't want to make any assumptions, but like, sure. so my, um, my fear is that I don't mind all the policing because there are a lot of people out there that need to be policed. My fear is that when you pull a, a pendulum really hard in one direction, yeah, it swings back really harder in the that's other. That's what I'm and saying. Yeah. Like it's, it's, that's what I was saying. I'm good for like being more sensitive and people feeling like, hey, this is who I am and I want to be recognized as this. That's great. I'm all for that. But there's there's a line to that that sometimes I think people who are so charged up about it don't realize that they're often crossing it all the time. I'm also like, scared to, it's gonna relax. Yeah, you know? I'm scared it's gonna fling back and it's gonna yeah. incite more racism. Right. You gotta be aware of the moment you're in and how things come across. It's okay to be like charged up and like, hey, I want things to change. And that should be, you wanna have passion, but you gotta temper that with responsibility at the same time. And the consequences of going too far one way without knowing what the, the, the ricochet or the boomerang of that's gonna be. But that's, but that's also formal operations and thinking a little bit more. And a lot of people operate in very concrete operations thinking. So you know, this, it's a higher order of thinking. So there's the charged up person who doesn't think about the consequences. And then there's a charged up person that goes, let me temper this a little bit. We want to move here, but this is a chess game. This isn't just me blowing things up type of thing. You know, I agree. That's there's what wokeness yeah. is. Like when people like overly woke, they just like explode things instead of thinking uh, there's, there's collateral damage to wokeness. Right. And like, we all need to meet in the middle. Like um, when I, um, I know a lot of jobs are doing this, but it, um, so when I have been looking for freelance opportunities and for the last like six plus months, whatever it is, they specifically say that they are prioritizing BIPOC is the, you know, okay. you know, and so it's writing. And so I see it from two sides. One is there was no doubt that like white man and then white women or whatever have been in charge of like, like when I think of the news, the old school newspaper thing, you know, Dan Broca. Yeah. Um, that's kind of all I've got for the moment. Katie Curry, <laughs> okay. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I got like, for now. 
Right, that's all I got for now. Cause like everyone else that was sexually abusive. So, you know, um, but a part of me also has a little bit of like resentment, but it's mm-hmm. not like, it's, it's not even, it's a twinge of like, uh, am I getting overlooked because of yeah. my color on something that is written and you wouldn't even see my color, you know? And which is yeah. like, okay, well, the other way of looking at that is guess what? Like 400 years of systemic racism, get used yeah. to it, Lindsay. Like it's yeah. not the end of the world, but it also feels like, um, I don't know, I'm working through it. Like yeah. it, doesn't, it, do, it doesn't make me irate. It doesn't increase my um, anger towards people of color or towards, you know, the, um, you know, the editors who are posting it or, you know, um, and it's been explained to me why I should identify my pronouns in order to support transgender people. Yeah, yeah, this is a thing too. Um, yeah, I mean, I have some feelings on that, but uh, you know. Can you tell me them? Yeah, no, you know what's in, you know, here's the thing is, uh, see, I'm not gonna bull charge my way through this. I'm gonna be articulate about it. So I'm sure you've been on many Zoom calls or different online things and people, you know, it says my name up here, says your name up there. And then, you know, I see this rising tide of like, you know, says Darian Parker, and then it should say him, he type of thing, you know, and, uh, and I see a lot of other people doing it. And I go, "Mm, I'm not going to do that. It's not because I, uh, I think it's a bad thing. And like, you want to wait, so you you mean you see other people changing their pronouns? Yeah. Yeah. Like just, they're like, oh, I think they see other people doing they go, I'm going to do that too. I and agree. I'm, right. And I like, I've never operated like that in anything in my life. I'm like, no, I, I thoughtfully think about it. Go, no, I don't feel like I want to have that be put out there. Like, Hey, identify as he, him whole thing. But if other people want to do it, I think it's totally fine. It's totally fine if they want to do it. It's just, I don't feel like I want to do it for that. Because I don't know, it's like, am I doing it for just because a bunch of other people are doing it? Or am I doing it because like, I really like identify with wanting to have that put out there so people know for sure. I just, I don't really have a huge connection to it. That's just the honest truth. I have no do connection you, to that. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to pry, but like, do you identify as, I was going to say he, her, that's not what I meant. Do you identify as like he, him or are you mixed or confused? No, no, I'm not. I mean, I, I am like, yes, he, him, okay. that dude, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, right. but um, I don't feel the yeah. need to like put it out there like that. You should know this, you know? I don't either. I'm, I'm also part of a really cool writing group and it's, I would call it a women's group because it was called, the title had women in it. And then they took it to people who were yeah. non-binary. And, um, and so now you can't post like, hey, ladies, because then they'll remind you, like, not everyone in here identifies. Yeah, sure. And I was like, valid? It's just, yeah. it's literally called like women's writing groups. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> well, wait I'm a sorry, my wait bad, you know, right. Yeah, come on. Um, but um, it also, my writing brain can't handle the, the they, them thing uh-huh. because it's, it's so grammatically incorrect. And so it is. The yeah. only thing I have going for me is that um, my, I have two patients who are non-binary and when you're talking to someone, you never have to use a pronoun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know the right, right way to support an 
if I ask the right way to support, I get told educate yourself. I'm like, right, right. All right, fuck it. I'm just gonna be over there then. Like, yeah, I'll be over here on the side, man. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm. Just I got gonna, some things to do. You know, like, listen, I'll, I'll, I, we, um, had a after George Floyd, some of the high school kids put together, um, like a a peaceful rally in like the train station, and like, mm-hmm. this was at the height of. It felt like the height. It all felt like the height of COVID. But like, I went. Yeah. I took my kids. Um, you know, and um. Uh, we didn't say stay too long because I think my my husband was afraid that there was going to be some. Mm-hmm. We are like a rich white neighborhood, but like there are some very strong personalities, and like you know, it felt a little bit. The fact that they felt the need to pull the police in felt a little bit like dangerous. Mm-hmm. But like, I still want. I wanted to show my kids. Like, look at this woman who's who, there was a. I think she was a senior, and she read a poem or sang a song and then there was someone else and they were rapping and they were sharing their experience and it was all different it was people of all different minority classifications Mm -hmm. and um and I I wanted my kids to experience it for the learning experience um and then we got the fuck out of there because we were really scared about COVID and about the neighborhood asshole like you know pulling out a gun but um um but I don't know I don't know. I saw an article in like in like one of the you know Apple News, and it's like why the attack on the Capitol turns into a political divide. I'm like, this is an article that didn't need to be written. Yeah. Like, you know, like we watched, we saw that didn't need to be written. Like, yeah, fairly obvious. I mean, uh, but you know, like with the whole thing, it's like, should I put on here, you know, Darian Parker, black? african-american should i label everything no. about myself because i don't know i'm just saying where does that start where does it stop i because you know? i would be like you know sweary mom yeah a lot binge eats <laughs> after too much whiskey you know right, like, imagine it's like really really long in the bottom right, like, it's like hi i'm lindsey weisner uh i want you to say i want you to know that i i drink a lot uh, I, I drink too white. much whiskey and then I, I eat everything whiskey, inside. Everything. I, when I was a kid in elementary school, I would put glue on my hands and wait for it to dry <laughs> off and then peel it. Like the list goes on and on. Like how, you know, yeah. um, and I'm pretty much an open book, but I also think that um, if there's something, it's sort of like uh, we don't all have to report that we don't have peanut allergies to school. Yeah. You report yeah. when your child has a peanut allergy, whatever. Sure. Um, and so, we support people that have peanut allergies yeah. by not bringing peanuts to a table or a class where we know that there are yeah. you know, them. So um, to me, I feel like it's almost like that. And I'm sure I just insulted a million people. I don't, I, you know, I think for me, the whole thing being supportive, I'm supportive of how people want to live their life and how they want to be perceived in life and how people, how they want to express themselves for that. Now, you know, does that mean that I'm not supportive because I don't put he, him in a tag? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I mean, there's plenty of people who hack up my name constantly. That does that wow. mean they don't like me? They, they cause they call me Darren all the time or they keep forgetting um. to say, that doesn't mean they're a bad person or they're not supportive of me. They're not good at remembering my name. 
but it doesn't mean I don't like them. You know, they don't like me, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, it's just weird. It's like, I've been black my whole life. And there have been people who have been uh, black people in this country for 400 plus years who uh, could have righteous indignation about a lot of things and, you know, and have every right for that. But to get so worked up about, you know, a person's pronouns and get really amped up with people. I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like, I understand where you're coming from, but like, maybe you want to have some perspective. There's this other group of people that, you know, have been trying to do things for a really long time. Hasn't worked out so well. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I just think you have to be careful about how you swing the hammer. You, and you swing that thing so hard one way, you're just, you're trying to get people to be sensitive to you, but you all, you gotta, you gotta finesse things. You can't be a bull. You can't bull, bull your way to the progress. You can bully people and it creates animosity. Yeah. It, you know, it creates, it creates this sense of like, I want to be understanding of this, but you're just being a piece of shit about it. You know, right. like that, and you start doing that, people lose sight. I'm not saying anybody's done that, that I've seen. I just think like people are very sheep-like. They see one thing, they go, oh, I guess I should be doing that too. Instead of just thinking like, do, should I, or do I want to do that? without being offensive you know yeah i mean i'm all over social media and there's there's two guys that i know from college separately and like one of them i know was having a really hard time mentally and emotionally and he's turned into an asshole and the other Mm. one just thinks he's hot shit because Mm. his father was a famous writer and now he's like write a writer in australia whatever we all know how you got there but um you know but like they're both real assholes and like it finally got to the point where there was nothing I said or posted like I post things that are interesting and they would like you know um start attacking it or whatever like you know and I was just like and one of them the one who I know is going through stuff like he's still there it's fine we don't have to disagree or to we don't have to agree you know don't be a dickhead you know whatever but the other one I was like I've just had enough like you're, you know, you're constantly looking to fight. Um, you don't think COVID exists. You're know, like you're falling oh, for all the conspiracy okay. theories. Like, yeah. I don't have the, like, and in that case, I was like, I don't have the energy to educate you when you're like a two-year-old and not listening, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. um, I don't know. I think we're all trying to, one of the things I've tried to do this year is to create more positive goals for me. Like what I like to lose it, Eight thousand pounds, sure, maybe seven thousand. But like, my right. goal is that I want to hit a um, thousand miles by twenty twenty two of like walking. Um, and now I've included swimming in it because the pool is open, and it's going to be hard. I'm forty three years old. I was yeah. not meant to walk a thousand miles, you know. But like, yeah, to look at the more positive things rather than um, uh, rather than the negative, I guess, you know. Yeah. It doesn't work. I'm a sarcastic fuck, but like, you know, I, I, I want to, um, I would rather say kind, spread kindness than yeah, not. And I've become more underreactive since the yoga teacher training. I'm mm. like, oh, mm. okay. I don't have to say anything here. So yeah. I mean, I think if you can really pick your spots yeah. when you say things, then it becomes very powerful. Yes. And that's my whole thing with wokeness. If it's like this over wokeness of constantly charging at people about stuff, 
what you don't realize is like you're becoming the thing that you don't like. Yeah. You're big, you're moving your overly over kind of critical nature about it. You're becoming a fringe group in itself. For that. Agree. Because you can be like supporting a lot of causes, but like overdo it. And then people go, that person's crazy because that's all they think about. It's all they're doing. And it just becomes too much. You got to know how to, for some reason, this country being moderate is like the hardest thing to do. I know. Like the hardest concept to achieve. I swear. I know. I don't get but, that. Uh, uh, probably our hypocritical first presidents, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the freeing your slave owners, but having sex with your slaves. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but I, I will say it, it sort of reminds me when, just one, one quick note, we were, when I was in college um, and I went to Georgetown, so it's like conservative, but yeah. it's also liberal because everyone's, mm -hmm. ooh, you know, they, and uh, at one point I was walking through like the quad, the big area, and yeah. someone had ta taped bubble, bubble wrapped the floor and like you'd step on it and, um, it was supposed to make you aware of like um, ending landmines or something because mm -hmm. somewhere in the world there are still landmines that have yet to be dug up. And I was like, what's your plan for this? You know, like, <laughs> like right. I'm not against your plan, but, but what's your plan? Like, you know, I want less people hurt, dead and decapitated or whatever it is, but like, yeah. give me a plan other than, you know, using plastic, you know, uh, <laughs> to further destroy the earth and bring attention to a bunch of kids who can do nothing about this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I feel like we need to figure out where our energy is and then go from there. Yeah, I just I just have trouble with all this, this team mentality. Well, you're not on my team, so I hate you. Or you're not on this team, so well, I'm never gonna agree with, okay, so what? I mean, it's like, there's, there's, a, there's a middle ground here. Why can't we find the middle ground in anything? It's always like, I, I need to be on this some team. Some of us do. That's why I think that's why you and I enjoy our talk so much. Yeah. Just because, like, I mean, first of all, the fact that you should get kicked out of the Black People Club for not knowing the word BIPOC. Let me. I be don't honest. know it honestly. It's it's fine. Honestly, <laughs> it's fine it's, with me too. It's but totally I just fine. I'm constantly embarrassed by new things I don't know. So like, I'm not actually. I, it's fine, man. Somebody tells me something, I'm like, I didn't know. I'm like, I'm. Is it okay? It's okay to not know stuff. Like that's, that's, that's another problem is people are expected to know all these things. And like, you didn't know that you weren't aware of that. No, I didn't. Some, I don't know everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay to, I tell my daughter this all the time. You don't know everything. Yeah. I swear. It's okay to like, say, I'm not sure of that. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't make yeah. you stupid. It just means you just don't know. That's it. Right. my kids think they know everything so they all kids think they know everything know. and they're idiots <laughs> like, total idiots i know you know parents you know what i'm saying you know your kid thinks they're so smart they're so intelligent yet they've barely been alive how can they know a lot and they <laughs> argue with me i'm like trust me <laughs> trust like, me I, we can look it up i'll go get my encyclopedia <laughs> Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's just everybody's trying to be extremely intelligent about everything these days. And it's like, it's okay. You don't have to know everything. You really don't have to know everything. Why would you want to know everything? Why would you want to be burdened with constant knowledge so that everybody is like, 
you know, Lindsay, she knows everything. Let's talk to her. Like, I don't know. I well, think just, it would be helpful to like, as like a side sort of fuck you to people that I don't like. But other than that, it would be a bane. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to like, oh, I'm not sure. It's like we're crucifying for people for not knowing stuff. Like it's a, I definitely didn't know what BIPOC meant. Anybody wants to skewer me on that? That's fine. I mean, it's really not a big deal to me. Well, you know, it's like, also more confusing because how there's a, there's like a silent cue in the words. So I don't understand. I don't know. There's only so much I can do in a day, man. You know, I was like, I don't know, man. I, I think most people are just trying to live. They want to have a good life. They want to raise their kids they, or they don't want to have kids. Fine, whatever. I don't care, man. They're just trying to like, figure out what it means to be alive on a daily basis, wake up and go, what am I doing today? Yeah. Let me figure this out. And I think we make life way more complicated than it actually is. You know, I think I, you're right. I think just, it's just about finding what makes you happy, taking care yeah, of the people you love. Nice. Be nice. Don't hurt other people and, you know, intentionally and, and apologize when you apologize. do apologize. Oh, I said I, I was wrong when I said that, you know, like, if somebody came to me like at this, like, I can't believe you didn't know what BIPOC meant. I'd be like, I can. I like, I, I just didn't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. If someone does, can I'm you sorry. record that conversation? Because yeah. <laughs> I will get such a kick out of it. Like, and I, will I tell love them. the way you handled it. You're like, no. I, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't want to tell you what it means because I'm, I'm white. I'm not allowed to say things anymore. Uh, I mean, fine. like, yeah, yeah. Like two or three years ago, I didn't even know what Juneteenth was. Seriously, I'd had no um, clue what it was. Yeah, I think this was my first year. Yeah. And although I'm sure the March on Selma was something I learned when I was younger, right? It was this year that I understood it. You know. Well, you know what? And I, I've been on several panels, like, um, it's basically like Black History panels over the pandemic, and it was awesome. You know. And what the probably one of the more beautiful things about being on those panels around other people of your ethnicity is hearing things that make you smile like, hey, we're all black, but that doesn't mean we have the same experience yeah. of being black. So yeah. just because I'm black, I'm supposed to know about Juneteenth. Really? I don't I didn't know. So shoot me for yeah. it. I didn't know, man. I was like, you know, what? just because I'm black doesn't mean I know everything about blackness. Right. You know, right. black people grow up in different environments, right? Different neighborhoods, different, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. some people don't know that. They just think, hey, you know, you're black. You just must, you should know about this. I'm like, no, I don't. I, oh, listen, I, I, you're right. And it might have been ignorant, ignorant of me to be surprised that you didn't know BIPOC because I, because I have to hold my everything, you know. Um, but, um, but it's funny because, um, so I'm Jewish and my daughter, um, course didn't tell me they were reading a book uh -huh. on the holocaust in school and right. um she said it's about the nazis and i said oh what are you doing so she says well we have to make a powerpoint about it mm -hmm. i was like okay and i i haven't read the book i heard of it from another mom whose kid read it last year and i look over and my daughter is design designing a fashion wardrobe for the main character of the book to wear oh. and let me tell you it's not camo like yeah. it's not yeah. what you'd think a jew hiding from nazis right right yeah and so i was like they're pretty. And I was like, I, I can't like, I don't, what am yeah. I, I'm going to get all into it. You know, like, yeah. cause if you unravel that string, it's torture chambers and yeah, gas chamber. And like, right. that's a lot for a 10 year old who's just designing pretty dresses. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, this, I mean, this has been very interesting, honestly. It's, uh, I always think we have great chemistry when we chat I do too. about this, you know, 
I do too. That's why I reached out to you. I was like, when are we going to talk again? You're like, I'm really busy. I'm so busy for you. I I barely have time for you. But I'm thinking about some things. Yeah. I want to find a time for you to come on mine. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's make it happen. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much. I I literally enjoy our conversation quite a bit. I do too. Yeah. We would both lie if we didn't, but we're not lying. I I wouldn't lie about it. Okay. Fine, I wouldn't either. Okay. Well, let's just make believe that's true. Okay. So. Sounds good. Good to talk to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dr. D's Social Network. Make sure you listen to future episodes. Also, please make sure to rate and review My Dad's Show on Apple Podcasts in the rate and review section. Thanks, everyone. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, radio has been called theater of the mind. So let's tell a story with sound effects. Wow, it's like I was in the story. Almost makes me forget this was supposed to be about saving big with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.